Hello and welcome to the Missing Peas podcast. This is a place where we discuss making peace with our mind, body and soul, usually over a cup of tea. So I encourage you to pop your kettle on and join me with a brew. Thank you for listening. Hi everyone. This is a very spontaneous recording actually and it's um I wanted to just share where I'm at right now and the joy that I'm feeling about yeah about actually having a much healthier relationship with movement and just being able to find that after being uh, in a disordered eating pattern for many years and from basically choosing movement that was somehow related to burning calories, losing weight, um, the way to build muscle, you know, whatever it was, it was all somehow related to a bit of a disordered um, and unhealthy relationship with my body and an unhealthy relationship with my body image. And I wanted to kind of share a little bit about how I've moved away from that to find movement that essentially feels so nourishing and so joyful and I listen to my body when I choose the movement that I'm going to do largely you know sometimes it's um one of those things we're not gonna always get there straight away there'll always be these kind of um mini lapses as we go and that's kind of part of the process of of change really but it's just so beautiful I've come back from a run a couple of hours ago now and I honestly was just smiling so much of that time and I felt so free and if I think back to when I was you know quote-unquote running the the time that I would call myself as a runner when I was running um, training for for races really that were all kind of in the fells so um in the mountains the hills around me and some longer distance ones I Like, I remember why I chose to go out into the hills and and whatnot, but I just don't remember really feeling much of this joyful feeling of being so present and feeling so alive and so just, like, really grateful for what I was experiencing. And um, I also started off the day having no idea that I was going to go for a run in the evening. Not until, like, 10 minutes beforehand I thought, oh, I think I'm going to go for a run. Whereas when I was stuck in this disordered pattern of, essentially controlling or trying to control my body. Uh, That meant that I was controlling my food. That meant I was controlling my exercise and I was planning a lot. So I was spending a long time, uh, a lot of time, should I say, planning ahead. So, you know, planning my exercise schedule for a week or two weeks or whatever it was, planning my food schedule as well. And um, there was no, there was no room for intuition and listening to my body. And I feel in a much better place and my body feels better, you know, it feels like it's not being just run on stress. It feels like I'm actually present with it and it feels less, well, it feels less tense because of the less of the stress. And even though I'm, I'm older, uh, you know, that was, um, when was probably the last time I was really stuck in that probably about four years ago, maybe three, four years ago. That's my belly. If you can hear it. And, um, yeah, I just, it's taken a long time to get away from that but in that time when you would have thought that I was probably at my fittest and healthiest I wasn't really because there wasn't the holistic balance which is what really brings health um 
yeah so so anyways that's it was just really nice to go for a run and not even be thinking about the fact I was going to go for a run in the evening and I just really really felt present and enjoyed it and it's so nice to exercise and not be thinking okay well if I you know exercise this today then that will be supported by the exercise I do tomorrow then the next day then the next day and all of that will mean that I'll end up having the right body and the body that will be like the ideal body for me and then I'll be happy because every time I aim for that I yeah there was always it was never quite right you know oh look I've achieved that fitness goal Uh, but actually I can still do this work that'll get me to being happy in my body I'm happier in my body now and that has come from intuitive eating, that has come from body acceptance, that has come from a lot of personal development and you know spirituality really as well and just being able to enjoy that movement so I feel better in my body and um, yeah I'm just even though it might not look like the you know the, 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 the gym figure, the the picture of the fitness model or anything like that not that I ever did look like that but you know in terms of um yeah my shape and things it's it's not maybe what you'd think would be the main thing that I could aspire to I guess but but actually I'm just so much more at peace in myself and yeah I think what I wanted to say really was how I've got to that place and first and foremost I think the the main thing in the beginning and the main thing that I guess is the thread of through it all because it's not just the step one, step two, step three. It could be like step one, step three, step two, step one, step four, you know, like you you flow between them all. And that first one is to just, if you're listening to this and you're getting the feeling of, right, like honestly, I'm so absolutely sick and tired of having some sort of strict exercise schedule, not enjoying going to the gym, just feeling the pressure to always be losing weight and burning calories. And then when you achieve it, you feel great. And then when you don't, you feel shit. And, you know, if you're fed up of that whole cycle of just having a relationship with movement that is all based on body image, then that's your first step. That's like the first step that is the thread between it all. That's, you know, finding out your why. What's what's the why behind it? What do you want to change and why do you want to change? That's kind of the real key of it. And then we have to begin again. This is a theme throughout, but it's explore the root of that. Where has that come from? You know, a lot of it, I, you know, will be based on diet culture, things that we'd have been taught growing up, the things that we've learned growing up, particularly through those sort of pivotal teenage years when we're very focused on body image and trying to fit in and everything. Were there any messages you heard, or maybe in school you were? Um, the last to be picked for sport and that's giving you this idea that you're you know you're you're bad at exercise or you know you just don't look like somebody who exercises there can be so many messages it could be comments that were said to you about the way you look and all of these things can have an influence on a relationship with our body with ourselves with food with fitness and um, I guess it's like pulling on that thread and beginning to unravel it all and um so that kind of continues and goes throughout this whole journey. But but yeah, working out what perhaps the root is of your relationship with movement. And I know I mentioned this before, but if you haven't heard me say, I prefer the term movement because to me, movement feels 
movement feels natural, movement feels nourishing and good and gentle and positive and yeah, all of those things. And exercise has a bit of a negative connotation for me really because it is very much related to diet and um, the way I looked. And I just, rather than eating it as exercise, it's about movement. And so really that also just transforms it to be about moving in the way that's right for your body and um, the way that bodies are supposed to do in life and that is by moving. So find movement that feels, you know, good, good for you. And then it's about beginning to explore perhaps what that movement would be for you. So if you're struggling with that, maybe just begin with thinking about movement that you enjoyed doing when you were younger, when you were a child. Um, Maybe it's movement that you enjoy, again, outside of the idea of like an exercise class, you know, what kind of movement do you enjoy? Do you enjoy going for a walk with your friends doesn't really feel like you're exercising because that's you just moving and feeling good in your body. Maybe it's playing with your kids or your grandkids. Maybe it's just randomly dancing uh, to a song or when you go out on a night or something like that, enjoying that dancing. It's all of those kind of things of um, how does my body move that feels good and doesn't feel like I'm doing it for a chore or for a purpose. So, you know, connecting to that. Sometimes it can be tangled up, of course. Sometimes we can have a movement that we really enjoy, but is also related to losing weight. And that's where the idea of kind of being mindful with movement really comes in. So what I would suggest in that situation, particularly if you're somebody who does a lot of movement and feels kind of maybe um, in that place of which I resonate a lot with, I used to do this a lot with, I would see myself as an, someone who was excessively exercising really. And that was part of my identity. And it was my, it's self-care, but it was self-care um, and self-punishment at the same time. So it's about going, okay, right. That thing, does it serve me where I'm at right now? Let's find out. Let's, um, you know, I'm not saying stop doing the things you're doing, but say you go and continue the the movement routine that you have. Just start to become aware of how you feel before you go to it. So what are you thinking before you go? Are your thoughts kind of, maybe you're feeling a bit stressed and you're ready to kind of, you know, let it all out. Um, Maybe you're angry, so it's going to be a release. Maybe it's that idea of just sweating and moving and just, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, yeah, check into what you're feeling beforehand. Or is it the kind of like, oh, I've really got to go to the gym and do this exercise class. And not to be a gym, by the way, gym can also feel amazing for you, of course, if that's what you fancy. But, um, oh yeah, I've just really got to go for this run tonight because I need to burn off the cake that I ate today, you know? What thoughts are going through your head and how are you feeling about it? Are you excited about the movement? Does it fill you with joy? Like what, you know? what's going on. And then the other two parts, this, I see this is like a three part thing. The other part is to really check in with yourself while you're doing the movement. How does it feel? Does it feel good? Does it feel nourishing? Maybe it feels really hard. Maybe you're not enjoying it. There's no right or wrong. Just, just lean into what you're feeling as you, as you go through it. And then as you can probably guess, check in with yourself afterwards. Do you feel good afterwards? Do you feel like 
yeah, you know, it was tough coming along, but I've actually really enjoyed it. Or like, yeah, I'm glad I did it because I know that I've burnt these calories of whatever. So actually, even though I didn't enjoy it in the process, I feel good afterwards because I did something to lose weight. Or yeah, maybe I feel, I don't know, I just don't feel that great. And bearing in mind all of these things, right? Of course, they're going to be these chemicals going around our bodies, these endorphins and, and other things that are going to make us feel good after exercise. Yeah, that's great. And um, and there's also going to be, you know, there's the idea that sometimes the movement that we um, would like to do, we're not always, you know, it's difficult to motivate, motivate ourselves to do it. And that's okay. Motivation can be different at different times. And sometimes that is um, also just thinking of like, do you know what? I know I'll feel good after this. But that's the main thing. It's about doing it to make you feel good. Does it nourish you mentally and physically? So beginning to become aware of that is another a massive um, way of being able to connect to movement that feels good. And then another way as well is to, again, think about not just the things you used to enjoy, but what are the things that you've always wanted to try? Like what kind of things do you want to go off and do? Maybe you want to go to a dance class. I did this one time, actually. And I, I still keep feeling the draw to it. I did like kind of like a lot of kind of dance movementy type things on YouTube. But yeah, I went to a dance class actually, which was all about learning a dance routine, which is what I thought I was going to really, really love. But I didn't massively enjoy it. And I think that was more to do with the instructor because that's big as well. These are things to consider when we're not enjoying the movement that we're doing um, what about the people we're doing it with or do we like moving more alone or is it the instructor that we go for and whatnot but um but yeah uh it, I was really glad that I tried it so so glad that I went but I didn't go again it wasn't quite for me so I was just exploring different things however I went to a chakra dance the first time I've ever been to one of them I didn't know what it was going to be but I knew it was going to be so fucking cool by the sound of it and it was essentially a bit like ecstatic dance and they chose songs to work us through the chakra. So like a meditation in the beginning and then we all just dance for like, I don't know, like an hour and a half or something, something like that. And chose songs to, yes, yeah, stimulate and move through the chakra. So it'd be like, right, these songs are about the throat chakra. What's that making you feel? This relates to this, these parts of the body and, um, but you know, move with your intuition. And it was so, so much fun. I love that so much. So, so yeah, it's also just about exploring what you're, you're drawn to and it might be something completely new. Um, so be curious, maybe just have a look at a local, um, leisure center timetable or listening to, you know, maybe a friend or a colleague mentioned something and you're like, Oh, that's piqued my interest. That's something I should explore. And of course, this doesn't have to be anything that you pay for. You can go on YouTube and find loads of different things so and do it from the comfort of your own home so yeah check check that out see what kind of where your curiosity lies is this something you've always wanted to try you know and to really break away from the idea that it and I get this I've had this a lot but you know when you want to check out some sort of um movement but you feel like it's maybe not going to make you sweat enough or burn enough calories you know is it going to make you feel good give it a try. If that's something you're curious about, go for it. I would probably never have paid for a dance class, you know, a few years ago, because I'd be thinking my money would be better going to an exercise, which is going to make more changes to my body. 
But like I said, it's about seeing that whole holistic approach to it really and working out actually what movement is going to make me feel good right now. And that's also how it kind of evolves as you go through this process of body acceptance. And there's loads more to it. I'll link some episodes below which talk about intuitive eating, breaking away from diet culture and um, body acceptance, uh, how to find that, not break away from that. And that's where we're kind of moving towards. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'll link them all below. And this episode is kind of more just, you know, about the movement side of it. But yeah, the last thing that I would say is this is really a journey. This is no, you know, um, I guess quick fix or it's not just going to be a, a linear process. There will be times when this might be hard and you might be drawn back to exercising. <laughs> the big sigh from Bomber there. Um, you might be drawn back to the exercise style, you know, that kind of the stuff that you used to do that maybe wasn't so nourishing. And that's OK. That takes time. I have to say my process with changing exercise to movement has probably been the bit that stuck the longest in my whole process of um, the the process of intuitive eating and coming back to being more intuitive with, with my body, movement and food. That movement was definitely the, the hardest thing, although I would definitely say that I'm a little bit more, I guess I'm working through some habitual and emotional eating behavior at the moment, but I'm in no way, shape or form where I was when I was in a binge restrict cycle for so many years where it was, it felt compulsive, you know, but yeah, be kind to yourself with it all because this is an amazing, amazing thing that you've chosen to do and be curious about. And there's no right or wrong and there's no perfect well, the only perfect is the fact that you're you're here right now and you're present and you're going for it and you're thinking, yeah, this is something that I'm interested in changing. I'm changing my relationship with my body. And honestly, not that I can force anyone into a journey or know for sure what's right or wrong for them, but I just feel like doing this is the, such an amazing free, freeing thing to do, freeing yourself and living much more in alignment with your body just allow it to take you on a journey and see where you end up and see where you go and enjoy it all and have fun because that is what moving our body is about. It's about having fun and interacting with the world in whatever way that or whatever that means to us. So yeah, I would love to hear from you if you uh, are on this journey or if you are then inspired by listening to maybe make some um just make some changes or and I would really love to know if there's any kind of movement that you just enjoy and do for the hell of it or are exploring for that reason so you can always um send me a, a message in the kind of show notes below and the different ways you can do that you can voice note me you can send me an email you can leave me a comment if you come and sign up to Substack, which is my free email letter. You'll receive monthly letters from me on there and um, uh, you will get the kind of weekly podcast um, alerts, I guess, emails as such about them. And I share sometimes other things, but, um, but yeah, it'd be lovely to see you there. Thank you for listening, everybody. Bye-bye.
Just before you go, I wanted to say another big thank you for listening. And if you would be able to support the podcast, I would really ask this favor of being able to share the episode or the podcast or to rate on Spotify or even review on Apple, as these are great ways to get my podcast out there to more people. I'm not on social media anymore sharing my podcast. So your support is really, really vital. Thank you so, so much. And there are other links below if you want to explore my Substack letter or even to buy me a tea. Thank you, everyone. Bye.